This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA Media. I wish, in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. OJ is investigating this, this surveillance right now. To the American people watching today, hear this. TikTok is a weapon by the Chinese Communist Party to spy on you, manipulate what you see, and exploit for future generations. A ban is only a short-term way to address TikTok. And a data privacy bill is the only way to stop TikTok from ever happening again in the United States. I yield back. I now yield to the ranking member for five minutes. This video was posted before this hearing was publicly noticed. I think that's a very interesting point to raise. But more concerning is the fact that it names this chairwoman by name. Your own community guidelines state that you have a firm stance against enabling violence on or off TikTok. We do not allow people to use our platform to threaten or incite violence or to promote violent extremist organizations, individuals, or acts. When there is a threat to public safety or an account is used to promote or glorify off-platform violence, we ban the account. This video has been up for 41 days. It is a direct threat to the chairwoman of this committee, the people in this room, and yet it still remains on the platform. And you expect us to believe that you are capable of maintaining the data security, privacy, and security of 150 million Americans where you can't even protect the people in this room? I think that is a blatant display of how vulnerable people who use TikTok are. You couldn't take action after 41 days when a clear threat, a very violent threat to the chairwoman of this committee and the members of this committee was posted on your platform. You damn well know that you cannot protect the data and security of this committee or the 150 million users of your app because it is an extension of the CCP. Have any moderation tools been used to remove content on TikTok associated with the Uyghur genocide? Yes or no? We do not remove uh, that kind of content. TikTok is a place of freedom of expression. And Chero, just like I said, if you use our app, you can go on it and you will see a lot of users around the world expressing content on that topic and many others. Thank you. What about the massacre in Tiananmen Square? Yes or no? I'm sorry, I didn't hear the question. Uh, The massacre in Tiananmen Square. That kind of content is available on our platform. You can go and search it. I will remind you that making false or misleading statements to Congress is a federal crime. I understand. Uh, Again, you can go on our platform, you you will find that content. Okay, thank you. Reclaiming my time, can you say with 100% certainty that ByteDance or the CCP cannot use your company or its divisions to heat content to promote pro-CCP messages for an act of aggression against Taiwan? We do not promote or remove content at the request yeah, of the, the question, Chinese government. The question, and is, we will replain. the question is, are you 100% certain that they cannot use your company 
to promote such messages. It is our commitment to this committee and all our users that we will keep this free from any manipulation by any okay. government. If you can't say it 100% certain, I take that as a no. As I previously referenced, TikTok spied on American journalists. Can you say with 100% certainty that neither ByteDance nor TikTok employees can target other Americans with similar surveillance techniques? Chair Rogers, I first of all disagree with the characterization that is spying. Um, it was an internal investigation. Yes on or no? Can you do surveillance of other Americans? We, we will protect the U.S. user data and fire it all from all unwanted foreign access. It's a commitment that we've given to the committee. So, so I guess my question is, are, can, I, want you to, I wanted to hear you say with 100% certainty that neither ByteNest nor TikTok employees can target other Americans with civ- similar surveillance techniques as you did with the journalists. Again, I, I don't disagree with the characterization, characterization is surveillance, and we have given our commitments, Chair Rogers, the four commitments. I think it's our commitment that we will not be influenced by any government on these issues. DO, DOJ is investigating this, this surveillance right now. To the American people watching today, hear this, TikTok is a weapon. TikTok is a weapon. It's Thursday, 23, March in the year of our Lord, 2023. Honored to have Joe Kent of Washington. Kathy McMorris-Rogers, who's no fire breather. I mean, she's, and we're going to get into the next hour. We've got Rebecca Koffler and Brigadier General uh, Tadia coming on. She lit up this guy today. It was Kat Kamek of Florida. I think Kat's a freshman or a sophomore. And then it's Kathy McMorris-Rogers. What got into her? I mean, I think she's fired up just like the rest of the American people are, especially parents that have to deal with TikTok in the home. But then she also did a great job of laying out the national security implications of TikTok, who controls the TikTok, the Chinese Communist Party. So I think she did a fantastic job of really holding them to task today. I tell you, we're going to get into the next hour, the arrogance of this, because this is a CCP company. I may want to play as another clip. She goes on another diatribe with Seb. Seb's going to follow us. Uh, you're in town. Uh, talk to me about uh, how's your campaign going? That's what people want to know. It's going It's going really well, Steve. We're off to a really strong start. So we've been engaging at the, the community level, the local level. We're working on a scheme to get out all of the uh, the ballot harvesting, to get everybody engaged, to really capitalize on all three weeks of the voting time. I've been reaching out to folks who, for one reason or another, uh, didn't vote for me last time, but we know they're conservatives, to bring them back, to really highlight just how How did they not the get Democrats the message are. last time when we carpet bombed that district? How did they not get the message? We were outspent six to one. That's, that's kind of it at the end of the day. That's why I announced earlier. That's why we're fundraising. If you look at uh, my opponent, Marie Perez, she basically ran as a moderate Republican. But now that she's here, she's voting in lockstep with Hakeem Jeffries and the Democrats. So we're getting that message How's out. How's that selling back home? It's not. People are, are furious. There's a lot of folks who said, hey, I, I thought I was voting for a moderate here. And they're learning, unfortunately, learning the hard way that there is no moderation with the Democrats. No, it's impossible. Yeah. You, can't, you can't take that kind of money and do it. Um, Given uh, how many combat tours? Uh, 11 combat tours. 11 combat tours. Uh, I want to ask you about this situation in Moscow, Moscow, Beijing. What, what does that pretend, uh, portend to uh, fighting men and women in our nation's military as you see it? I mean, we move ever closer, I think, each day that passes without a ceasefire to some form of World War III. And we've gotten to the point right now where the Chinese Communist Party, she is going to upstage us 
as the, the superpower. And when they do that, that's not just going to embarrass us. That's going to be bad enough as it is. But we've already seen the major economic moves that they're making. You guys cover it here every day on the war room. The petrodollar's dying. The Chinese have basically come up with some sort of an agreement between the Saudis and between the Iranians. We've consolidated the economies of Russia and of China. Eurasia is consolidated. China controls the vast majority of key strategic choke points throughout the world. They control the manufacturing. If they can step in and actually broker a ceasefire here in Ukraine, I believe that this will be the beginning of us falling from our status as being the sole superpower. But then this is also how the Chinese are going to attack our prime reserve currency holder. And all these folks at the Pentagon, the so-called national security experts, they're doing exactly what they did for the entire war on terror. They're focusing on tactics, and then we are getting our butts kicked at the strategic level. They want to talk about tanks and aircraft and all this other nonsense. That's not going to matter. And she sees that. The Chinese Communist Party sees that. And Putin sees that. And I frankly think Zelensky sees it, too. When you uh, look at markets again today, another rattling day among banks. They thought, you know, this the, the, the opening, the putting up of the Fed for them, the window, all that would take care of it. It's not taking care of it at all. Another bad day, Pacific Western and others. Uh, how is that hitting your district, this financial and banking crisis? Well, look, the out-of-control inflation, just the, the Democrat plan of continuing to spend and spend and print money that we don't have, that's led to this cycle of inflation that's taking at least a month of wages away from hardworking people. And now people don't have confidence in our banks because of what Joe Biden has done to the bond market and then also what these big banks have done, but just horrible fiscal policy. And so now people don't have confidence in the banks. They don't have confidence in you know their next paycheck coming through or what the cost of living is going to be. So the American people, especially the folks in Washington 3, we cannot afford to have the Democrats in control of this economy anymore. The key, when we start making changes is when the people in Washington 3 understand what's going on. Do your constituents, do the folks in that district which are made up of patriots and hardworking Americans, e even the independents and the Democrats, right? Because I think that they were bait and switch. Yeah, exactly. uh, they were bait and switch about voting for her. Do they, do they understand? Do, they, do you have a sense they understand what's going on? I think they do. I mean, right now, everybody is having to live in the news cycle because they see what hap what, what's happening to their paycheck. And they remember just a few years ago when their paycheck was going much further, the economy was recovering from COVID, but also the potential of World War III. And now there's people that are on different sides of these, this Ukraine issue, and I understand that. And we, we sympathize with the Ukrainian people. We admire the fact that they're a fighting. Heroic stand a heroic, heroic standard stand at Bakhmut yeah. is heroic. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're, they're fighting like lions, and they should be commended for that. But people are worried that we're moving closer to World War III. And the dot that I think a lot of folks are starting to connect is like, hey, can we continue to print money if we're no longer the reserve currency? The order? folks understand that back there. This Federal Reserve, there's something there's something deeply wrong with the system. I, I mean, people have seen just what's been done to the economy because they see it in their everyday lives. And then when you have the, again, the, the adults in the room come back and say, hey, well, don't worry, we've got a solution. The same thing that we did back in 08. We're going to continue to print money and we're going to put this right back all on your shoulders when the deck of cards collapses. Like nobody in Washington 3 is getting a bailout, just like the folks in East Palestine. They're not getting a bailout either. But we go and we bail out the big tech banks every single time. We always bail out these oligarchs on Wall Street. Do, do, do the, has, it, has it gotten through? The information to them yet about the Silicon Valley Bank being a complete ripoff. I, I've got a buddy that owns a bunch of property, very wealthy guy that owns property in South Dakota, gets up every morning and listens to the farmer's radio. He said he thinks the farmers there and the ranchers there would actually get on their John Deere's, get on their tracks, and drive to Santa Clara to Silicon Valley Bank and burn it down. They're so angry yeah. about the tech people getting bailed out and, and the farmers and ranchers not. 
Yeah, if you're if you're a hardworking American, if you're a fisherman on the Columbia River, we had our salmon run that was basically cut short. We had millions of dollars taken away from us just because of excessive government regulation. Those fishermen, those sportsmen who make their living on the river, they didn't get a bailout from the government. But the second that the Silicon Valley Bank and all these other big banks that are incredibly woke and that really just generally hate us, the second they need a bailout, the federal government is there immediately for them. And so it's just this classic case. They're they're beating the, the war drums once again, so they want our sons and daughters to go fight and die in these wars. But then at the same time, when their bad fiscal policy results in banks collapsing, we're supposed to go bail them out. It makes no sense, and people are fed up with it. When you were over there and fighting, particularly in the last combat tours, could you have ever envisioned that in the, the 2020s the nation would be in this sort of shape with the invasion on the southern border – the madness in the schools, the uh, how we're we're getting rolled up everywhere geopolitically and not focus on America first, and the economy where it is and our banking system now under stress. Could you have ever imagined that projecting out ten years that we'd be in the shape? Never in my in my wildest dreams, Steve. No, I mean because I, I thought at the end of the day. Uh, the people that were running our government, they were patriotic, like me and my brothers and sisters on my left and right that were fighting. I knew there was issues with the war. I thought it was mostly an issue of, hey, we need to get ground truth to policymakers. The longer I was in, I, I saw that there was a lot of games being played there. But I never would have thought that we would have a president take power, open up our border, get us involved in more foolish wars, and just project so much weakness on the world stage, and then blatantly prioritize the American people absolutely last. And, and he's not even shy about it. I mean, it's just it's up in our face right now how little they respect the American people. Tell people how they find about the campaign, social media. You've got a fundraiser here in D.C. tonight, but people got to get engaged in this campaign now. Absolutely, yeah. Go to JoeKentForCongress.com. If you're in the D.C. area, go to JoeKentForCongress.com uh, slash Gates. Matt Gates is uh, hosting a fundraiser for us tonight at the Monte Cristo Cigar Club here in northwest D.C. You can still get tickets, so come on out. JoeKentForCongress.com is the place to do all that. The posse has been so good to me, so anything the folks can give, five, ten, fifteen dollars that helps us fight back. Hang on. Uh, Captain Bannon's going to be there, our complete production. All the producers get to meet the producers. We're, once again, where is that? Because if you're in... The D.C. area, if you're in Maryland or if you're in Northern Virginia or even out there with Tim Pool and near uh, Harper's Ferry, easy to get into. Where do people go? Yeah, uh, com slash Gates or the uh, Casa de Monte Cristo Cigar Bar in Northwest D.C. Starts around 6 p.m. That's around DuPont Circle, yeah, right? right? So yeah. it'll be this. And, hey, anything Gates puts on, you know, is going to be interesting. Exactly. Uh, one last time about how do they find out about your speaking engagements, everything you're doing, and if they want to contribute to the campaign itself in the district. Yep, JoeKentForCongress.com is the touch point for all of that. Also, on Saturday, when I get back to the district, Raheem Kassam is coming out to the district, and he's going to be in Chehalis. So go to JoeKentForCongress.com and get more info. You got Matt Gates on Thursday and Raheem on Saturday. <laughs> Raheem Kassam is going to be there. We may yep. do we may do a pregame then on Saturday. There's yeah. a big, big rally in Texas. In Waco, but I think we're going to do a little pregame uh, with Joe Kent for Raheem's, awesome. Raheem, Raheem's speaking Saturday night. He is, yeah. Yep. Got to go. Where In do, Washington. Where do they go get tickets for that? JoeKentForCongress.com slash uh, Raheem. Unbelievable. Joe Kent, the Joe Kent, has joined us. He's going to have uh, Matt Gates' event tonight, Raheem on Saturday. Short break, Seb Gorka, Scott Pressler, next in the war room. Buy gold and get a free safe to store it in. That's right. On qualifying purchases from Birch Gold Group now through March 31st, they'll ship a free safe directly to your door. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free safe. Here's the deal. 
The Fed keeps raising rates because it's the only tool they have to keep inflation under control. And guess what? It's not working. You can't spend your way out of inflation. You've seen the impact on the stock market. You've seen the impact on your savings. Hedge inflation by owning gold. Let me repeat that. Hedge inflation by owning gold. Whether physical gold and silver in your own safe or through an IRA in precious metals, where you can hold real gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bannon to 989898 for your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free home safe by March 31st on qualifying purchases. Again, text Bannon to 989898. The most important election of the year with major implications for the presidential election. Voters are deciding who will control Wisconsin's Supreme Court. That is the court that narrowly, narrowly rejected Donald Trump's attempts to overturn his 2020 loss. Even former President Obama is now getting involved, telling voters to act now. Our Jeff Zeleny is out front. Voting is underway again in Battleground, Wisconsin, where echoes of the last presidential race still resonate. Even as an April election nears, this time the campaign is all about the court. The state Supreme Court that came within one vote of overturning Donald Trump's narrow laws to Joe Biden here three years ago. He is a true threat to our democracy. So once again, they're lying. Milwaukee County Judge Janet Protasiewicz, the liberal candidate, sparred on a debate stage here this week with former Supreme Court Justice Daniel Kelly, a conservative who lost his seat in 2020 and is fighting to return to the state's highest court. It's become the nation's most expensive judicial race on record. The false elector scheme. In Wisconsin, extremist Dan Kelly was the right-wing lawyer behind the scenes of it all. With $30 million in counting on ads alone. Protasiewicz set violent criminals free again and again. In a bitter contest over abortion rights, redistricting, and even rules for voting in the next presidential election. The results of the 2024 presidential election are likely to come in front of the Supreme Court as well. The 10 electoral votes that we have here are very, very highly sought after. Should the 2024 presidential election be a part of this race? Nope. All we deal with in the court is legal questions. Political questions, those are resolved in the legislature. And that's why I don't talk about politics. With a Democratic governor and a Republican legislature, the conservative-leaning Supreme Court often has had the last word. From outlawing ballot drop boxes to potentially taking up a challenge to an 1849 law banning nearly all abortions after the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade. If my opponent is elected, that 1849 abortion ban will stay on the books. This seems to be a pattern for you, Janet. Just tell the lines. Three major Wisconsin anti-abortion groups have endorsed Kelly, who said he makes no promises how he'd rule on that or any issue. Our endorsement is based on his judicial philosophy. Gracie Skogman of Wisconsin Right to Life said her movement is working hard to elect Kelly. There is more at stake in this election than ever before in our state. Wisconsin is one of 14 states that directly elects Supreme Court justices at the ballot box in elections that are technically nonpartisan, but practically anything but. This election is the most important election in the country in the year 2023 because Wisconsin is the tipping point state for presidential elections. Ben Wickler leads the Wisconsin Democratic Party, which has invested millions into the race for Protosewitz. Whoever's elected April 4th will serve in 2024's presidential race, 2028, 2032. 
Okay, you can't get you can't so the, get higher uh, you can't get higher stakes. Uh, Scott Pressler, you warned everybody in the country about this. Tell us how is it going and how can this audience help you? Because this is a must win. This is as CNN said. Of course, it was the head of the Democratic Party's right. It is the single most important election in 2023 in the opening salvo to 2024. Scott, what are you up to? How are we doing? How can we help? Well, they're right. This is a consequential election. And as I've stated before, if we're unsuccessful at electing Justice Daniel Kelly on April 4th, voter ID laws are gone. Gun rights will be attacked in this state. Unmanned drop boxes will be on every street corner in Milwaukee, Madison, and Green Bay. So I'm here right now actually at the Brown County Republican Party headquarters. I'm with some Republican women who are writing postcards right now on behalf of Justice Daniel Kelly. And we also have an important mayoral race that we're trying to get in, Chad Weininger. And he has the opportunity to replace a liberal Democrat mayor. So this is not just about electing Justice Daniel Kelly, but we're voting from top to bottom school board, city council. Now, how can you at home make a difference and get involved in this election? Well, if you are in one of the 50 states across the country, you can download the application Early Vote Action. Early Vote Action, go to the App Store. This is both for Android and iPhone. You can make phone calls from the comfort of your home into the state of Wisconsin asking for votes on behalf of Justice Daniel Kelly. And the last most important thing that I have to talk about, Steve, is where we need the most help. If you're listening right now and you live in Racine, Kenosha, Adegami, Waukesha, we especially need your help in those four strategic counties. If you live there, please go to my Twitter at Scott Pressler, S-C-O-T-T-P-R-E-S-L-E-R, and send me a direct message so we can get you linked in with those four all-important counties. Give me those four counties one more time, Scott Pressler, before you bounce. Racine, Waukesha, Kenosha, Adegami. Scott Pressler, you're a warrior. Look forward to having you back on here. We'll be pushing this out hard and become a force multiplier by downloading your app and having people start to make bombard with phone calls right now. Thank you so much. Thank you. Go to the website, justicedanielkelly.com. Thanks, Steve. Thank you, brother. Right there. That is, that is where the rubber meets the road with uh, Scott Presler. Let me pivot now to um, Seb. Uh, here, before I get to talk about the geopolitics of the Moscow, the CCP um, KGB meeting this week, uh, today can, uh, can we can we Kathy get like Moore's a thousand? Roger, can, can we just get a thousand Scott Presslers, please? I mean, just can we just save no, no, the Republic <laughs> with a thousand Scott Presslers? You know, the left will surrender if we have a thousand guys like him who dedicate his life to making sure the elections are fair in America. Sorry. <clears throat> I, it's no, no, it's you're absolutely correct. I mean, that guy's a warrior and he's been in yeah. Wisconsin, now, I think, for over a month just grinding away. Yeah. That's why we try to have him on yeah. as often as possible. This thing's starting to heat up. Uh, I know you're pressed for time. You got to bounce. But I got to get two things today. We had this hearing, and you saw the arrogance of the Chinese the CCP asset just sitting there deflecting the questions, lying, misrepresenting. Why, as a great power, sir, are we not like Modi? Modi, two years ago, said the first day that, that TikTok hit India, he goes, I don't think this is happening. He took that down. He took down like 100 other CCP company apps. 
why don't we just do that? Why are they talking about selling it to Microsoft? Why don't we just have the stones that a great power should have, Seb, and just take it down, sir? Ask Henry Kissinger. I mean, look, let, let's, let's be honest, Steve. When we arrived in the White House, nobody knew it because they just didn't follow the the, the purchasing parity uh, metrics for the GDP of the United States and China. When we walked into the West Wing on January the 21st on that Saturday morning, China's economy was bigger than ours, Steve. Now, it was thanks to the advice you gave the president and what the president had known since the 1980s that with our trade war against the biggest communist nation in the world, uh, we crunched that economy and and we sent a message to them that we're not going to play your game. But how did a mostly agrarian post-feudal nation where the majority of the population didn't have a pair of shoes, Steve, when Nixon was in the White House... How did they get to have a bigger economy than ours? It, it's because of us. It's because of Americans. It's because we were sold a bill of goods that, well, let's, let's put a wedge between Beijing and Moscow and, and let's peel them apart. And you know what? If we have trade liberalization with communist China, with the CCP, there's going to be political liberalization, the kind of political liberalization, Steve, that led to Tiananmen Square and the massacre of those who wish to have representative government in China. So how did we get to where we are? You're asking a, a rhetorical question, I presume, because we created our own enemy. It's the likes of Amazon, of Google, of Apple that created the greatest strategic threat we have to our nation today. So the reason it's not happening, look, Steve, to be clear, my, we were discussing this with my producer just moments ago before we came on on, on, on your show. Why, why is there a chance that TikTok might actually be banned in America, Steve? There's, there's only one reason, because Facebook wants them to be banned, because Google wants them to be banned, because they're competitors for Instagram. It's not because of national interest or the Lao guy prison camps. It's because of, you know, fake capitalists who want the competition out of the way. That's how we are, where we are today. Given where we are today, uh, let's tee it up and we'll hold you through the break for a few minutes. Uh, give yeah. me the importance. Is, is the meeting in Moscow the equivalent of the Ribbentrop, uh, Molotov-Ribbentrop meeting in 1939? Is that, is that where we are right now? Not, not quite. Not look. look the, the the parallels are powerful because both Stalin and Hitler truly hated each other, and and they, they were you know eventually going to go to war with each other. So that is true with with China and the Russian Federation today. The, these are just awkward bedfellows of convenience right now. And China needs China imports seventy percent of its the energy it needs to survive, and all through one straits that can be shut down by the U.S. Navy. Should we so? wish to do so. But but they don't have the capabilities that the Third Reich and the Soviet Union had in 1939. The bigger problem is when America, that should be shaping the geopolitical environment, acquiesces to our enemies. And when the Biden White House actually says, you know, uh, China should be brokering peace in Ukraine. What, what did we just hear? China, the nation that says it must create a world in which there are only tributary nations and satrapies or defeated enemies, 
that's the nation that we should hand over our geopolitical preeminence to. That's the significance of what we've witnessed since Monday, that America under Biden is a cuckold to communist China. And that's what we have to stop by getting the man they're trying to prosecute in Manhattan back into the Oval Office. That's the true geopolitical significance of the last four days, Steve. Short commercial break. Seb's going to stay with us for a couple of more minutes. Want to make sure you go to birchgold.com slash banner right now. Get the third installment in the end of the dollar empire. That would be the debt trap. We'll get you all up to speed on this big fight we're going to have in the debt ceiling. Short commercial break. Dr. Seb Gorka will join us on the other side. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. Americans have had it. They're done supporting companies that rake in hundreds of millions, sometimes billions of dollars, while trashing the country that made their success possible. Until recently, we had to take it. But companies like Patriot Mobile are building a whole new economy, one which embraces the values that made America the greatest country on earth. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offers dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you can get the best possible service in your area. Plus, they offer a coverage guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch to a different network for free without changing carriers. All this, plus the knowledge that you are supporting free speech, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and our military and first responder heroes. They're 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call them right now at 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. We need to stand together and support companies that share our values. Remember, stop giving monies to companies that hate you. Support the Patriot Mobiles of the world. That's patriotmobile.com slash Bannon or call 878-PATRIOT. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Seb, as you know, Dr. Gorka, I don't think there's anybody that's been more adamantly opposed to this war and uh, everything about it since even before the beginning than the war room and Stephen K. Bannon. Even on this one, we make Tucker look like a piker. Uh, but I, I am obviously the courage, the courage and valor of the Ukrainian people can't be questioned. In fact, to me, that's a great tragedy because it's a charnel house. You're just throwing these lives away. I have been impressed. And I wanted to get you on here and ask you Zelensky against a lot of pressure from the West, particularly the United States, has dug in at uh, Bakhmut and saying we must hold it. it. The optics, the symbolism for the Ukrainian people yeah. is more important than than pivoting. Uh, for a spring offensive, and the Russians look like they've gone. This is World War II. This is the the biggest, longest, bloodiest battle right now of the yeah. 21st century, right? Uh, so t- yeah. give me your assessment. Was he right to dig in and fight, and why have the Russians not been able to take Bakhmut? 
All right. So uh, first things first, wherever you stand on the last 13 months of the war, let's be clear, this is the head of state, this diminutive Jewish comedian who, when the Biden administration said, hey, uh, uh, we'll send you a Gulfstream. Why don't you just uh, run away? He said to Biden, I don't need a ride. I need ammunition. Now, that's cool. That's ballsy. That's the spirit of 1776. And he stayed there to fight and he went to the front lines in Bakhmut. Now, why are we where we are today? Why have the Russians managed to fail in their primary mission? There's an amazing YouTuber I recommend to you. He was a career artillery officer. His name is Ryan Macbeth. You can follow him on YouTube. And he has some of the best low-side, unclassified information on what is actually happening in Ukraine. His video yesterday he posted, Steve, think about this. You, You know the Cold War. The Russians are using trains to move T-54 tanks into the theater in Ukraine. T-54. Those are the same tanks that were used to suppress the revolution in Hungary that saw my father freed from a political prison 70 years ago, okay? Now, how are we here? Because the Russian Federation's army is utterly, utterly corrupt. In the last May Day parade, they had a new tank, the latest, sexiest Russian tank. Do you remember the Cold War parades of, of, of our youth where you'd have, you know, divisional assets, regiments, you'd have the Scud missile launches one after another. They displayed one of those tanks, Steve. One. That's all they had because it is such a corrupt military. The, the question for the Ukraine is, do they hold the territory now and maintain control? Or do they say that this massively corrupt military Uh, is allowed to take any more territory. He has only one answer to that. No, we're going to fight to the bitter end. And let's remind everybody, these aren't ethnic Russians. These are Ukrainians. Ukraine existed before Rusland, existed before the Duchy of Moscovy was ever thought of. And under Stalin, between six and eight million Ukrainians were starved to death in the Holomodor. So for them, it's it's not an option. They're not going to fight to the last man. They'll fight to the last 12-year-old kid with a sharpened stick. So for the Ukrainians, irrespective of the, corru- the corruption and Hunter Biden and the laptops and Barisima, this is personal. So yes, they've put a stake in the ground, they've put a flag in the ground, and they're not going to give a stinking inch. Can they take back Crimea? Not realistically. Are they going to write off the Donbass? Yes, because most of the ethnic Ukrainians have left anyway. But when it comes to areas like this that are crucial for logistic train control, like Bakhmud, uh, you know, on this one, Steve, you've got to give it to him. Zelensky's right. Zelensky's right. Last question. I know you get a bounce. Yeah. How could the U.S. that has been pushing this war and has been obviously the underwriter of this war, because NATO is not really... How could they have gotten it so wrong? How could they have gotten it so wrong that he knew, he knew there was something, the center of gravity of this, the gravitas, the center of gravity of this sphere was around Bakhmut and he had to hold it. How could, how could Austin, uh, how could Millie, how could Jake Sullivan, how could Tony Blinken, how could they get it so wrong? Very easily. If you have the latest reports, Mike Waltz and others, when West Point, the preeminent military academy in the world, maybe only second to Sandhurst, we now know is having forced role-playing games 
where cadets are required to take on the pronouns of the opposite sex and transgender theoretical individuals and role play mm. their transgender identity. If West Point is doing that, then of course Millie's, you know, that fat insult to the U.S. Army uniform says, well, white rage is real and I need to know about it and uh, Kiev is going to fall in three days. I witnessed this. You know what it's like. I was in the Defense Department under Obama, and I saw the anybody over 06, they had to make a decision. Am I going to be a military professional, or am I going to be a political hack like Petraeus, like Milley, like Austin themselves? The officer, the general flag officer corps is riven with Zampolit, the political officers of the Soviet Union, is what we have created. And that's what on day one we have to do. We have to fire the lot of them and we have to measure combat effectiveness, not pronouns, but combat effectiveness. And if you give the wrong answer to whether your unit or your um, AOR is combat effective, you are fired day one. That's how we got to where we are today, that a, a, a Jewish comedian knows more about politics and grand strategy than the most powerful military organization in the world, which is the pe Pentagon on the DOD. That's how we got here, Steve. The, the poor people in Bakhmut, they went from a population of 70, I think there's 2,500, not many, not many buildings standing, uh, a World War I-like artillery uh, battle. Uh, Seb, how do people get to you, the show, all the content? Yep. Yep, uh, you can follow me, sebgorka.com is the website, uh, all the usual platforms, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, uh, iTunes, uh, uh, podcast store, we're on all social media, True Social, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Telegram, you name it, and uh, you can just get the America First app to listen to the show 24-7, if you don't sleep at night, you can listen to my dulcet tones on the America First app 24 hours a day. <laughs> Dr. Seb Gorka, thank you. Thank you for coming by. God bless. Thanks, Steve. Day hit, sir. Thank you. Thanks, brother. Do we have either Carrie or Boris? Okay, that's fine. We're supposed to have Carrie Lake is going to try to. We have Boris. Uh, Boris, uh, you know, quickly, I know you're here. We're going to talk about polling, and I want you to update us on all the uh, legal situation, although it upsets me no end to take time to do this because it's so outrageous what's happening. But i got to ask you, I just asked Seb, and I've got, I've got uh, Rebecca Koffler and General Tadja going to join us at 6 o'clock. Bakhmut, right? The, 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 the Zelensky making a decision against the advice of the Americans to hold Bakhmut against you know, all odds and against all pressure. Why can't the Russian army take Bakhmut? Steve, honor to be with you. Honor to be with the posse. And this goes back to the issue, see, that we've been discussing for over a year, since literally the days of the, the initial invasion by Putin, the Russian army just ain't what it used to be. This isn't Zhukov, right? This, this isn't Timoshenko. This isn't, you know, this isn't nearly the same level of leadership or, or staff or wherewithal that the, 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 the Russian slash Soviet army was uh, in, the, in the 1940s when they defeated the Nazi war machine. And Putin either was lied about it, didn't realize it, 
or just completely miscalculated, and this is what you're going to have. Now, it's a disaster all, all across the spectrum, right? Disaster for the Russians, disaster for Ukraine, and it's a disaster that's nakedly caused by hopeless, pathetic Joe Biden. Because Biden started winking and nodding toward Putin and said, well, maybe you could do this, maybe you couldn't do that. And then now has been arming and funding, funding Ukraine without making even half an effort to settle this conflict, to settle this war, and allowing the Chinese to completely take the place of the world hegemon, to take the place of the world power, and be negotiating a resolution, because that's what needs to happen. As President Trump has repeatedly said, a resolution has to be found in Ukraine, that war has to be put to an end, and only President Trump can do it. Uh, only President Trump can do it. I'm going to talk about polling in a second because you see the momentum for him. But I, I've got to say, this, this this entire legal thing looks totally coordinated. The, the situation in with the DA in New York's a fiasco. That's cratering, it looks like, before our eyes. Now you've got Jack Smith running around getting Trump's lawyers in the Mar-a-Lago situation. Uh, you know, they're talking about the grand jury uh, here for J6 and uh, – uh, it, 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 and for and for the you know you got the documents case you got J six you got all of it. it. Is the House going to actually step in here and get Merrick Garland over there uh, over to the House under oath and find out exactly what the coordinating effort is of the Attorney General and stirring this pot up and throwing gasoline and all these fires? It sure appears so, Steve. You you had robust tough letters going out from the Judiciary Committee, the Weaponization Committee, the Oversight Committee, and the Administration Committee. I mean, the, the, the action by the House has been strong, has been powerful, and has been decisive against Alvin Bragg, and that absolutely should expand to the, the woke persecutors, the, the lunatics, the radicals in New York AG, that's Chris James, in Atlanta, Fawny Willis, and of course, at the federal level, with this quote-unquote special with Jack Smith. And yes, let's talk about the coordination from the center. Why did Matt Colangelo, a top lieutenant to Mayor Garland, go to the Manhattan DA's office to resurrect the zombie case? What exactly is the story there? It has to be found out. We've got to get to the bottom of it. And thank God we have those tough Republicans in the House, Jim Jordan, James Comer, Elise Stefanik, style from, from Wisconsin and the administration committee. This, and Kevin McCarthy's done a very, very good job as speaker, both on the J6 and on calling these radical woke persecutors out for the targeting and the weaponization against President Trump, MAGA, and all Americans. Are you telling the, the, the war room posse, you think that the, um, maybe I didn't hear you correctly, you think uh, the letters that came, and of course he blew back today, his counsel did, uh, actually slowed down this grand jury? You think that they threw sand in the works, and that's why we're seeing this delay? Dude, I don't want to speculate about what, you know, what has caused the absolute disarray, the absolute disaster within the DA's office and between the DA uh, and the grand jury. But I will tell you that the, that letter from the three committee chairs on Monday demanding documents and on-the-record, under-oath testimony from Alvin Brand, that was very powerful. There's no two ways about it. And, and and it's it since there's no coincidences. As soon as that letter hit, all of a sudden the grand jury wasn't sitting. They're not taking. They're not. They're not working on this case right now. Right, the last two days they're saying a day they're focused on something else. So the timing was impeccable. Correct. Well, the fact that you now have the U.S. Congress under subpoena power, and hey, Steve, we know all about that, right? So you're not if Alvin Bragg chooses to 
just say no, he's going to have a problem as a Democrat because the Democrats are the ones who have been abusing the subpoena power. And when Republicans are not using it correctly, what are they going to say to that? So he's got a problem there. But also, let's, let's go beyond. Bob Costello's testimony, again, proving that Michael Cohen is a liar. Bob Costello is Cohen's former attorney. The letter from McDermott, Will, and Emery yesterday, again, showing, uh, showing Michael Cohen to be a liar and to have said under oath and under signature that, that all the actions he took were on his own volition and in no furtherance of any campaign whatsoever. So we know for a fact that there was no, no, no misdemeanor, no error, no crime. There is no case in Manhattan or in any of these hoaxes. Uh, Boris, hang on for one second. We're going to take a short break. I want to hold you because I want to talk about polling. The polling is getting quite interesting now as President Trump starts to build momentum and people start to galvanize around him because they realize that they're trying to use lawfare. The only way they're going to beat Trump is try to imprison Trump. That's the only way they can. That's the only possibility of defeating him. Short commercial break. Boris Epstein joins us on the other side. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand, And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with COVIDtaxrelief.org. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, on Getter at 7 o'clock, after the next hour of War Room, we're going to replay the uh, Royce White show with uh, me on it. It takes like an hour long where I break down the financial crisis, the banking crisis. You're not going to want to miss that. Um, Boris Epstein, some of the polling has just been phenomenal that's come out here recently. Take a minute or two and walk us through that. Steve, thank you so much. The polling has been absolutely fascinating, amazing, and strong. And what you're seeing is a movement two ways. President Trump continues to take off like a rocket ship, and then Rhonda Sanctimonious is getting crushed because of his terrible response to the woke, to the woke radical DAs attacking President Trump, attacking MAGA, and attacking the American people. And also because of his now flip-flop on Ukraine literally within 24 hours, one of the most inartful flip-flops in American history. So this, here's McLaughlin, March 16th to the 20th, President Trump at 46, 
the Florida governor at 23. President Trump up four points in February. The governor of Florida down three points. The sanctimony is down three points, and that's seven swings. Head-to-head. Head-to-head. You know, they say, oh, it's head-to-head. Oh, it's going to be a challenge. Head-to-head in the McLaughlin poll. President Trump at 61. Ron DeSanctimonious at 31. Let me say it again. President Trump at 61. The next guy at 31. That's a, that's four, that's a four point increase for President Trump and a seven point flop, seven point decrease for Ron. Uh, Boris, and, and how then, do people get you on social media and, and your morning letter? And then Steve, one more 10 seconds. In the, in the political morning console, yeah. no left wing poll. On Jan 2nd, the difference was 11. On March 19th, it is 28 between President Trump and the governor of Florida. What does that mean? This race is over. President Trump has won. I, My information, BorisDC.com's website. Go ahead. I think I see it. I think I see a trend. Go ahead. What's your information? It's just a little bit of a trend. And by the way, just real quick, Jan 2, difference is 11, February 25, 18, March 14, 24, March 19, the difference is 28. Just a little bit of a trend. A little bit of a trend. See, my information, the website is hot, BorisCP.com. Sign up right now on BorisCP.com. Hot on Getter at BorisCP. On Twitter at BorisCP. Hot on True Social at Boris. And the hottest on the gram, Boris underscore Epstein. Stay strong. God bless all offense. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay, we're going to do a lot of the polling tomorrow before the Waco, the major Waco uh, rally on Saturday. We're getting to the politics hall tomorrow. What kind of show? We had Joe Kent. Scott Pressler, Seb Gorka, Boris Epstein, and now the Kerry Lake. Kerry Lake, tell us about this monumental ruling in the Supreme Court of, uh, of Arizona. What does it mean? Oh, well, thanks for having me on, Steve. This is a, this is a massive victory. I mean, we, we stated that they made a mistake in the lower court, and guess what? The Supreme Court agrees. And since the beginning of this process, it's that signature verification that we felt was the smoking gun. And that's why we were so disappointed when that lower court judge refused to let our evidence be heard. And so that's why it's a big deal for us with this win. You know, the Arizona Supreme Court, the highest court in the state, has given us a forum now to expose this absolute sham of a process that Maricopa County has been running. And and that's truly what signature verification has become here, a sham. Mail-in balloting is the biggest and most uh, dominant form of voting in Arizona. And security verification with those signatures, signature verification is the only security measure that we have in place to make sure that nobody is taking advantage of the system. And with those, uh, without those measures, we know because of our whistleblowers, people can just scribble a scribble on a random ballot and have it counted as a legal vote. And it has been happening for years. This is not a new phenomenon. But what they did in 2022 to screw over me and Abe and the MAGA movement and the people of Arizona was particularly egregious. And they screwed over Democrats, independents, and Republicans because we were drawing in all of those type of voters. Okay. Three of our K- whistleblowers, you knew you were onto something because they freaked out when this even came up. And in fact, aren't they trying to press criminal charges against you for even bringing up this topic? The Maricopa County people freak out when Carrie Lake brings up signature verification to the fact of trying to press criminal charges. Why is that, ma'am? That's right. I mean, well, the, because the fraud who's sitting in the uh, Secretary of State's office, who is a cartel attorney, yes, you heard that right, he's an attorney for the Mexican drug cartels, is sitting in our Secretary of State's office, and because our account, our Twitter account, posted something from a 
Senate hearing, a public hearing showing how bad these signatures are. If people saw how bad these signatures are, their heads would explode. These people are approving signatures that don't even come close to matching. It'd be like having your signature and then watching a child with a crayon fill it in and then trying to compare them. They don't even match. Many signatures weren't even present on the envelope and they were counted. It's important part of the process. It, it, these, um, these whistleblowers came to our team. They raised the alarm and they said that the, they were rejecting these signatures because they were so bad and then sending these ballots up the food chain. But as soon as they were sending them up the food chain, guess what? Somebody up there was simply pushing them through, approving them. And this is a staggering amount of ballots, a staggering amount of fraud, and well over the margin of victory, by the way. And we're going to be able to um, bring this to the court. Maricopa County Hobbs, the cartel lawyer I just mentioned, Fontes and Richer. Honestly, I wish I could be a fly on the walls right now because I think they're scared. They have willfully and maliciously violated the most sacred process there is in Arizona, the process of voting, and they know for a fact that those signatures will not hold up to any scrutiny. As my attorney says, you can be blind in one eye and half blind in the other. And we can't wait to get started. And we feel a certain sense of urgency right now because, you know, Katie Hobbs has been a disaster, worse than I could have ever imagined. That much of a disaster. You are the the legitimate and rightful governor of Arizona, and this process will prove that man beyond any shadow of a doubt. Not a reasonable doubt, shadow of a doubt. How do do people, where do they go to find out, to get into the details of this? Because this is all about the receipts now, Carrie. Where do they go? They can go to carrylake.com. I believe we have our full original lawsuit there. And I, I encourage you, when you look at our original lawsuit, uh, which we filed way back in November, to look at the part about signature verification. When you read it and you see what they were up to, it's shocking. You can go to carrylake.com. Say a prayer for our whistleblowers for their protection. Also, we'll say a prayer. For, and we know we got a family member that's ill. We'll say a prayer for that, too. Carrie Lake, honored to have you, you on here. Fight on, ma'am. You're the rightful governor of the great state of Arizona, and this case will prove it. Short break. Back in a moment. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize That heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key 
to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. 